Hi, and welcome to my podcast, On The Grow. I'm Grace Lee. This is the second episode into the new series called Real or Not Real series. If you're new here, I launch my podcast episodes in different seasons that focus on a certain topic. For this season, I'm focusing on the social media facade of what's real and what isn't. As you've probably heard and know, social media is the highlight reel. We put out the best versions of ourselves, our achievements, milestones, victories, celebratory moments on social media, and I want to debate a few topics on this very facade. So in this episode called Travel Content, hashtag doing it for the gram, I'll talk about some misconceptions people have with influencer travel content. Experiences seeing other travelers doing it for the gram, the toxic mental side of comparing other travels to your own, what I've learned during this process from different perspectives, and more. I've been doing this more recently, but I've enjoyed sharing bits and pieces of what's been going on in my life lately. So before I go into the episode, I wanted to catch you up on my life happenings. I got back this past weekend from a wonderful vacation to Cancun, Mexico. It was my first time there and it was everything I needed and more. You know it was a real vacation when you get back to reality and you're still craving to be back a few days later. During my time there, I had this deeper appreciation for the Mexican culture. It was different being immersed into the culture and meeting new people in the resort and on our tour trips. My sister and I tried authentic Mexican cuisines. We had the opportunity to go on a tour to Chichen Itza, swim in the Cenote Maya, take shots of tequila, more like take shooters with our tour group, and then visit the city Valladolid located in the northern Yucatan Peninsula. We also went scuba diving off the coral reefs of Cozumel. That was our first time too. We had a train with our instructor in the pool first, and it was quite the sight as we got into our scuba diving gear with our oxygen tanks, flippers, and goggles into the Playa de Carmen resort pool. The people around us were fascinated. It was actually really cool because we were literally doing all of this in the pool, like in the middle of the pool, in the resort, and there were just people all around us just watching as we learned how to breathe underwater, how water pressure affects you, what it means to equalize your airspace using the BCD regulator, how to clear water from our masks, and so much more. And I didn't realize there was just so much you need to learn about scuba diving and the gear and the hand signals that they use underwater. And makes me realize that I actually kind of want to do get certified, um, get a scuba diving certification. So maybe I will be doing that the next time I travel. I don't know. I'm definitely hooked. And I, I think they've said that. They said, and after you do it for the first time, you get like this feeling of like, oh, I want to do it again and I want to do more. And, and I you get hooked. So I am hooked to say the least. So anyway, it was quite the experience learning and then applying it as we got into the boat and headed out into the ocean. And I'm going to be sharing videos and photos of what we saw over on Instagram. I haven't done that yet. So be sure to stay tuned for that. We saw a giant loggerhead sea turtle, stingrays, pufferfish, and more. And if you've been scuba diving before, please let me know because I'd love to hear your scuba diving stories and thoughts on it. 
It is so fascinating to see the ocean with your own eyes and sit at the bottom of the ocean, which was the craziest thing when we did it initially. And just seeing all like life down at the bottom of the ocean, things that we don't normally see. So more to come on that. Now, moving on to the episode. When people think of travel influencers, what comes to mind? Is it the luxury lifestyle of the influencer perched on a swing overlooking the beautiful, iconic spot in Bali? Or maybe posing beside a Lamborghini in the middle of the desert in Dubai? Or how about wearing a ball gown in the middle of Venice, Italy? I'm sure you've seen many versions of this type of traveler content. And before I actually talk more about it, I want to make note that I am by no means calling out anyone in particular nor am I shaming the travel influencer industry. I know what it's like to be an influencer, and I certainly love shots that are artistic and create these impressive works of art. I love the inspiration behind it, the way the angles, the, the way the dress flows, or how you know they were able to capture the city and them and the timing and the sunset. Like, I love all that. I love looking at it, it's beautiful. But the point I want to touch on is how people portray that kind of content and then compare it to their own travels or compare it to their own life. So I would say I'm fairly a traveler. Well, of course, we weren't really doing so much of that during the pandemic, but before I was doing it more frequently. The summer I graduated college, I was in New York City at least six times, uh, DC, Austin, and then Dallas, LA, and then Banff in Canada, Toronto, and then Ohio. Yeah, that was all in one summer. I used to get so much anxiety and pressure when I traveled for work, meaning I had partnerships with hotels and other creators, and we were on that very trip to create content. And it was so much pressure, for me at least, because I'm someone who always wants the best shot. And I used to get frustrated when it would rain on days it wasn't supposed to, or uh, if the dress got ruined, or if the sun set too quickly, and I was unable to get the shot I had wanted in my head. I think that's what it is, is when we set these expectations for how the shot is supposed to look, or you know what we're supposed to be doing on this day when we travel to X, Y, and Z, and then, we, and then it doesn't happen, we get disappointed, I think that's what really upsets us and frustrates us and then takes away from the location where we really are. And it, I'm, it blows my mind. It, like, it stuns me when I think about how I was so rigid with my travel content back then. I wanted to put my best version out there at all times. And I know that a lot of us still feel that way. Like we want to put our best versions out there. We want to show our successes and our accomplishments and our achievements. And there's nothing wrong with that because those are moments that should be celebrated as well. But to only focus on those celebratory moments and dismiss the ones that are also part of living, the failures, the misery, the depression, or the breakups, Those are all important too. And I, of course, none of us really want to, you know, be seeing that or know how to respond to someone like crying on Instagram, but it's also a part of life that we need to acknowledge. And I think even if we're not showing that, we should still acknowledge it. So 
just going back to where I used to be, my mindset of traveling, now I look at how I approach travel content. Just to be clear, there's a difference between planning content for travel and then traveling to hashtag do it for the gram. Now, I'm going to explain this as thoroughly as I can. There's different types of travel content. Some are getting paid to create this luxurious and glamorous content for brands. So when you see a ball gown in the middle of Venice, it's either for the designer or the tourism agency. That is, or let me say, should be taken into account here. When you follow someone, you should be able to know what it is they do. If you don't know what it is they do and you've been following them for a while, they're not doing a good job at showing their brand on social media. Just a little input there. If they are luxury travel creators, then that's what you'll expect to see. If you already have that thought in mind, you should already know it's not their real life. It's their work, their work of art, which I, as a creative, can totally get. I approach my content the same way. Kind of. So this is another type of travel content. People who do it for fun, but are also strategic about incorporating their line of work in the content. So I take the way I edit photos and videos as my work of art. The editing process is how I get to show my creativity. That's where I make the magic happen. And that's what makes me truly happy. It's not the shot. It's how I bring the shot to life. And it took me years to realize that that was what I truly enjoy doing. And as I've started traveling more, I know how I operate. I have this down pat. I get the shot I want, and then I truly take in the view or the moment. Whether it is with someone else or a moment in time that I get to appreciate, I let my eyes do the real seeing, not my phone. Because if I don't, then I'll get lost in the meaning of why I'm even traveling. If I'm just traveling to straight up work on content and shoot, then I no longer have the energy to learn about the history or the culture of the destination. And I'm talking about if this is just solely vacation, not like a work trip. But not only that, but I no longer feel like I'm having a good time if I'm not truly living in it, you know? Now, another approach to travel content is people who are just hashtag doing it for the gram. And these are people who you will see at concerts, who will be on their phones the entire time, not paying attention to the artist or the atmosphere, not soaking it all in, but solely focusing on posting and constantly seeking approval for others on social media. These are the ones who post with the intention of wanting the most likes, so they'll take photos of things that will get them that. Or they'll spend all their time and energy scrolling to see who has liked their content. Who has seen their story and if the amount of likes and follows give them the approval that they so desperately seek? Are these people enjoying their travel? Doesn't seem so. But it doesn't matter if they're hashtag doing it if they're hashtag doing it for the gram, no? Just traveling places. I've seen too much of this. I think I even remember going to LA one time and enjoying my time on the beach. There were these two girls who were also close by taking photos by the beach. Now, I'm okay with that. Taking photos at a beach, capturing memories, having fun, nothing wrong with that. 
but it's the fact that they were taking photos of one of the girls for almost two hours. Two hours. And then I was like, okay, they're going to sit down and enjoy the beach and enjoy the view. But no, after the girl got her shot, she left. They left. It's sad, but I expected it. And there's a lot of that sort of energy with people who travel. And I'm not going to be someone who tells others how they should or shouldn't travel. And if someone is enjoying that sort of mindset and lifestyle, and if that gives them true pleasure and happiness deep, deep, deep down, okay, who am I to judge and who am I to tell them that they're doing it wrong? If it really gives someone pleasure and happiness, then all right. But I just, I just simply think that it's not a long-term thing. And deep down, they'll feel some sort of emptiness because that's not the mindset you should have when you travel anyway. To, be, to go with the intention of wanting to post to, so you can display it for the world to see that you are having fun and you are happy and you are hashtag living your best life. I just simply observe and I wonder if some of these people truly enjoy the view or the view on their phone. Which brings me to my next point. I want to expand on the toxic mental side of comparing other travels to your own. I think the worst thing you can do for yourself is look at someone else's travel content on Instagram and then compare it to yours. That's the worst thing. It's a toxic way of thinking that will drag you down. It'll take you away from your vacation and make you feel like your trip isn't good enough. It strips you of the gratitude that you had when you first booked it and then robs you of your joy. But it's not easy, right? We're constantly scrolling. We're constantly looking at other people's content. How can we suddenly not get a little envious of someone who may be living their best life on their vacation? How? By simply remembering that the best moments aren't on social media. If we're talking about what's real or not real, just know that a photo simply captures something in one single moment. It doesn't capture the entirety of someone's trip. It doesn't capture someone's mood or how they felt about themselves that day. How could it? It's the perfect escape for someone who wants to show the world they're happy and living their best life, when sometimes that might not be the case. Just a simple and friendly reminder because I've been feeling this sort of feeling pretty strongly lately. And I had to talk about this with my sister. And the little to no support I've just been feeling has been pretty valid. It made me start to question whether it was my line of work or if it was my personality. And I started to dig. But this kind of thinking peels back layers of other things that have nothing to do with you, perhaps. It might really not have anything to do with you. But yet we get so caught up in why someone isn't liking our Instagram post or posts and feeling hatred towards them. I'm probably talking to myself. <laughs> but truthfully, it helps being able to talk about it which I'm so grateful to have my sister to talk through these feelings I get when I start to feel insecure about the things I share. And I think the balance that I hope to achieve is to be able to enjoy traveling with someone who gets my love for creation 
meaning photo and video content on trips and editing and all that stuff, but also understands that I'll put my phone down and my camera equipment and I'll put it away to enjoy it with them. I want to be able to find that balance of both, living in the moment, on and off screen. I think I'm always there and it's taken a lot of trips to understand that. It truly makes me happy knowing I'm not the way I was when I initially traveled. I no longer feel that pressure to post the best photo. I know what kind of content I'm good at capturing, and so I let my work speak for itself, which is how it should be. Not always going off a rigid schedule and adding stress and pressure to yourself. That does not sound like a vacation. I was reading today's devotional. And I do this every morning, and it's the best thing for me, mentally and spiritually. Every day when I'm going on Instagram to check my profile and my client's profile, I used to get this feeling of pressure, or I'm not exactly sure how to describe it, but it wasn't a good feeling. And since social media management is my work, I had to find a way to feel better about it. I shouldn't feel this way when I log into my work on a daily basis. And that's why I start the day before looking at anything else with the devotional of the day. It keeps me grounded before diving into the world that feeds pride and self-reliance. And in today's devotional, it spoke of how we chase affirmation, popularity, success, position, image, and lust after many things that do not please God. We're reinforced in ideology that we need to make something of ourselves or improve upon ourselves. And you may find yourself chasing emptiness, reliant on your own success, and satisfied by the world's cravings. It was such a good devotional piece, and I'm so glad I got to read it before diving into the world of social media, because it could be a really difficult place to work and live. And not to sidetrack here, but I want to end it on this note. I had this conversation with my client today, and somehow the topic ended on true and genuine happiness. And this can kind of tie into the whole social media facade. What we see on a daily basis affects our behavior, mindset, and how we react to others and ourselves. I hope we can keep growing and learning to be happy for others on vacation, to be in a good place ourselves, to be happy for other people's happiness. I think that's so lost nowadays. It's rare to find people who genuinely support you and truly want you to have fun when you travel. I hope to meet more of those types of people. Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Stay tuned and keep listening to the next episode where I cover another topic on what's real and what isn't in the world of social media. The next one is mental health, hashtag to share or not to share. And as always, if you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Thanks for tuning in.